So yes, it's joy is our theme. Of course it is. Like you saw the big letters out there at the front this morning if you were here. It is a joyous time of year. And I remember uh, one of the first times I really felt a joy on the inside because it's a little bit different, which I'll explain later. I, I uh, went to Mount Tambourine if you've ever been there, Mount Tambourine, with a friend, and we did some oil painting. Now, I'd never painted anything before in my life, but there was just the two of us. We went to this class, and there was just the two of us, and the teacher, I'm thinking like, oh, this is going to be interesting. But by the end of two hours, I'd done this landscape painting. It was, like, pretty awesome. <laughs> Not really, but it was all right. You know, but for your first go, so I went there and went for it. But one thing that that did to me, we left there, and all of a sudden, I could see everything. I could see the trees. I could, I could see like, oh my goodness, look at how vibrant that tree is. Look at the leaf. Look at the leaf because it had opened my eyes. Like because when you start looking, once you start dialing down, oh my goodness, what color is that? All those things that opened my eyes, there was a newness. There was something very exciting about what was going on. Everything was new. Everything in nature, like all the leaves and the trees and the little bumblebees. It was like all awesome, the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. That's right. Yeah, it was, it was amazing, though. It had woken, it woke me up. Woken, I don't even think that's a word. But it woke me up. And the Bible talks about how nature testifies to God's existence. So it wasn't, I wasn't following God at that time. So it wasn't long after that, that I actually, uh, the same thing happened again. That time though, is, was when I was in a church and I invited Jesus into my heart. Oh, it's, it's funny, I, I felt an overwhelming peace when I did that, I invited him into my heart. But when I walked out of the building, it was the same thing. I, couldn't, I saw things so different. I saw people differently. I saw people I never even used to see before. I just started to see things that I'd never seen before. So different. It changed my whole perspective of life. Everything just seemed different from that moment on. And it was all because of the joy that I got from having a relationship with Jesus. I didn't even know who he really was, to tell you the truth. Not at that first day, but something changed in me that first day. His spirit came into me, and there was a joy, a joy, unexplainable, that I'd never had before. You might be here today, and you don't have a relationship with God. It, that's okay. I'll give you an opportunity to do that a little bit later. But it's just a, an amazing thing that joy is. Like happiness... You know, you can be happy. Happiness is a feeling you get when things are going well, like, oh, I'm so happy about that car. I'm so happy about that new stereo. I'm so happy about, like, that's happiness. It's based on your circumstances. It's an outward expression of your circumstance, you know, like what's going on. Whereas joy, it's a deep sense of pleasure. It's a delight. It's gladness. It's well-being. It's, it's, it's independent of your circumstances and what is going on. It's an inner feeling, it's, it's on the inside of you. In the Bible, in John 10, 10, it says, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I, that's Jesus, Jesus came that they may have life and enjoy it. They may have and enjoy life. 
and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Enjoy life. We're meant to enjoy life. But many people, they have goals and dreams, but it's not often that they actually enjoy the journey to getting them. A lot of time they just don't, you don't think about it. But to enjoy life, you want a full, vibrant life, a joyful life, a life filled with color. It's like watching something black and white. And I think when I first saw TV, it was black and white. Oh, that's way back in the day. Whoa, I was minus 20. <laughs> that's right. But it was black and white. And then when color came out, and I remember it because my uncle, monitor Edu, my uncle monitor, he um, worked for Thorn, which was a TV company. And we got one of the first color TVs in New Zealand. And I remember turning it on, I was mesmerized. It's like, wow. See, that's the difference between just living and living and enjoying life, living in color. So, so in overflow, overflow is when, overflow is that you get so much joy on the inside of you that it spills out to other people. It gets in you and it gets out of you onto someone else. That's what overflow is. So you're supposed to enjoy your life, have an abundant life, and let it overflow into other people. In Philippians 4.4, 4, it says, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. So the book of Philippians is known as the happiest uh, book in the Bible. The words joy and rejoice occur frequently throughout this book uh, in the New Testament. And guess what? Like, it was written while Apostle Paul was in a prison cell. What's there to be happy about that? But he found joy that was immovable and unshakable because he was rooted in Christ. See, joy is not an emotion that's based upon your condition, but on your position. It's on your position. Where are you? Where are you now? So I'm going to just share a few ways to uh, increase your joy. I'm going to use my own ways, you know, because they're pretty awesome. Uh, so the first one is like, is to pay, like some of them are actually, they'll help you uh, not stray from joy. They're the first two, actually. So the first one is pay attention to your health. I know that you think like, what? We're supposed to be talking about joy. But when we sleep well, when we eat well, when we exercise, uh, it can help us with our joy. Because if we don't do those things, it leads us away from our joy. So exercise, you know, movement. Movement actually induces chemical changes in your brain. And it prompts the creation of new brain cells. How about that? You can get healthier and smarter at the same time. I know. I knew I loved Pilates for some reason, because I do. I, I do love it. But, you know, movement, it doesn't have, you don't have to go to the gym and, like, kill yourself like Josh here. You don't get all, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> do you want to show us your muscles, Josh? But, yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to. So, you, but you don't have to do that to exercise. It could be dancing, you know. I see I can't even help myself. I just start. It's, it's, you, can, you can dance or you can walk, what, whatever it is. You can play with the kids. It, it doesn't have to be, you know, full-on run a marathon. Just exercise. And another one is to laugh. I mean, can you remember the last time that you had a deep, <laughs> hearty, <laughs> hearty, you know, a real deep, laugh, like nearly snorting laugh, or, or you just wanted to cry, that kind of laugh. Can you remember the last time you had a laugh? I mean, laughing is so good for you. Gets all the, you know, the, what do you call it? 
endorphins and all that sort of stuff going, dopamine. So in Proverbs, it says, a happy heart is good medicine and a joyful mind causes healing. See, when you're happy and, and you're joyful, you're well, you're healthy. I really feel that that's one of the reasons I'm healthy. I, 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 honestly, I, in the last 30 years, I think I might have had altogether a week off work because I'm healthy. But there's joy on the inside of me. And I don't know whether it's that, but I, I, you know, I believe that I've got supernatural health because of the joy, of, because of my relationship with God. So, so laughing is great for you. And you can, I don't know, you're probably thinking of those people who make you laugh like that. I mean, I know who makes me laugh like that. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is. Like, like my boys make me laugh like that. My father is very funny. Like my family are funny. Like we've just got a funny family. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I think it's something to do with being a Māori, to tell you the truth. Like, we, 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 we are a pretty funny uh, race. But anyway, I'll just move on with that. Like, or oh, oh, it could be, you know, it, you could come to church and hear something funny. You might have heard some of Pastor John's awesome jokes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether they're belly like, ho, 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 laughs. But, but, you know, they give you a bit of a chuckle. Like, yeah. So laughing is good for you too. So the first one is pay attention to your health. And all those things can help you with that. The second one is to forgive quickly. In Ephesians 4, 31 to 32, it says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. This was very hard for me to do at first when I first uh, had a relationship with God. I didn't want to forgive people because I just didn't think they deserved it, to tell you the truth. I felt that if I forgave them, then I'm letting them off the hook, and they do not deserve. They don't deserve it. But that was just wrong thinking. I did not understand that forgiveness is actually a gift for me, not for the people who've hurt me. It's, it's a gift for me, because forgiveness frees us. It frees us from from bitterness, it frees us from rage, it frees us from anger, all those things I just read out, it, it frees us from that. When we forgive someone, it's a gift for us. You know, if we don't deal with offense, the pain slowly uh, starts to poison us, poison us, poisons our lives, and, and uh, it's very hard to experience joy if you've got something eating you up on the inside. It is. And so it's forgiving others, but it's also forgiving ourselves. Like when we mess up, like God's forgiveness is just like one prayer away. One prayer. All you have to do like, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm so sorry. I don't want to do that anymore. Help me. Help me. It's one prayer away. And when we come to him, he does forgive us. It says that in the Bible. He removes our sin. He doesn't even remember it anymore. Isn't that good? I love that he's got no memory because, boy, imagine the database I'd have. I just I wouldn't even, don't even want to know. Like, whoa, hello. So, so those are a couple of things. Now, the third one is gratitude, thankfulness. That gives you joy. In 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 to 18, it says, Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Always be joyful. I, I actually learned how to be joyful. Uh, 
over 20 years ago now, I, I read a book that inspired me. It inspired me. It was to keep a gratitude journal. And in that journal, uh, you write down every day five things that you're grateful for. I've been doing that for since then. Like So over 20 years, I, I still do that. I used to do uh, it in a journal, like a written journal, but now I, I actually have an app, a gratitude app. So I do it on my phone every day. I like the app because I can add photos to it that are great things that I'm, uh, the great things. So I just choose five things. Now, there have been days where it's not been easy. <laughs> been had some crappy days, believe me. <laughs> but do you know there, there is always something to be grateful for? Always. Some, some days are just a breeze. You just think, boom, boom, boom. I just keep going because I'm just so grateful for things. I'm in the habit of it. I'm such in the habit of being grateful now. Even when something happens, I'm thinking, what can I be grateful for in that, in that time? So, uh, you know, I, I, like I, I, just last week, you know, I was grateful that I was on holiday. I was grateful that I got to catch up with my friend. But I just write these little brief things, that, things I'm grateful. It, it, and they can be small as anything or they can be big. But I'm going to read out some things that, that just pop up all the time in my, uh, it's so easy to be grateful. So I'm grateful for my family. Uh, you should be grateful for your parents, regardless of the relationship you have with them. Because they're the reason that you're here. Yeah, I'm grateful for my sons. Love you, Ivan. I'm grateful for my sons uh, because they've, they've just enriched my life. I'm, every day I think about them. I'm so grateful for them. I'm grateful for my friends, the fun that we have, the great times. I'm grateful that they're there even through the tough times that I've had or the tough times that they've had, I've been there. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for health, for legs that walk, for arms, for my back, for my feet. Uh, for hands, for our senses, for your mind, for your heart, for your lungs, for your immune system. I'm, I'm grateful for all those things. You know, a lot of our most vital organs, you don't actually see them. Be grateful that they're, they're there just ticking away without a thought. But I'm great, grateful for those, for your pancreas, your liver, your lungs. Yeah, come on, go the pancreas. Like, woo, I love that. <laughs> So I'm grateful for people. There are so many people that I'm grateful for. You know, the person that, that you are today, people have journeyed with you. There's so many people that I am grateful for that have journeyed with me, that have helped me to be who I am now. Like Pastor John and Dad are one of those. Like most of you guys here are one of those people. You've helped me to do my journey. So who is it? that you're grateful for in your life? Who has journeyed with you? And I don't just mean like lately. You think about all those moments throughout your life that people have journeyed with you. You know, my family have journeyed with me. I've got some really good friends that I've had for many years that have journeyed with me. So you can be grateful for that. So if I can't think of anything to be grateful for on the day, I think of things like this because I can always go back to one of those. I, there are so many things to be grateful for. I'm thankful. I'm grateful for my home, for the roof over my head, for the, the bed that I sleep in, for the air con is like amazing. How amazing is air con today? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you've got food, uh, food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back and a roof over your head and a place to sleep, then you are richer than 75% of this world. That was a Red Cross article. Isn't that amazing? 
There are so many things that we can be grateful for. I'm grateful for employment. Do you know, so you've heard it before, people like Monday, they get Monday-itis or whatever, they get Monday-itis like, oh, work, oh, no, I don't want to go to work. Have you seen yourself doing that? Yeah, I bet you, yeah, I bet you some of you have. But the thing is, be grateful you've got work. There are a lot of people that don't have work. Be grateful. You remember that job you prayed for that you're now in? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, that the one that you don't want to get up for now? No, be great. <laughs> no, be grateful. Be grateful. That's what I mean. You, let's not forget that we get to go to our employment. Yeah, look, tick there. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, so, like, be grateful for the finances that you do have. Do you know that there's always someone better off, but there's always someone worse off? So be grateful for what you have. Appreciation of what you have just changes everything. It changes your perspective. It brings joy in your life. It's so easy to be joyful when you're grateful. Be grateful for your mobile phone, like, come on. I love my mobile phone because it, it, it's a connection to my family in New Zealand. It's, it's so good. I love my phone. You're good. <laughs> God is better. But anyway, <laughs> be grateful for electricity. Like uh, the other night when we had that thunderstorm, I lost electricity and I was wondering, like, what happened to the fan? Get up and they're like, oh, there's just nothing. No lights, no fan. I'm like, oh, Wow. Do you know sometimes we, we're not grateful for something until we lose it? Be grateful for what you have right now. I'm grateful for toilets. Come on. If you've ever been, if you've ever, if you've ever been, if you, I don't know what's so funny. That's awesome. If you've ever been to Thailand or China, you know what I mean. Like they've got these things on the floor that you've got to like, oh yeah, anyway, like, you don't, you don't want to know because I reckon, <laughs> yeah, it's like, whew, I, I, I reckon I went to the toilet the least time of my life when I was in China, like, whoa, it's just a scary thing. So I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for toilets and sewage and all that. So I am grateful for clean water. That's another thing. I've been to places overseas where they don't have water. They've got to put these water things on their heads, go down and collect them, water, water vases, and, and go and collect water for miles. Imagine if they spilled it on the way. Do you, like, but all we do is like, oh, put the tap on, oh, put the tap off. Wow. Aren't you grateful for water? Wow, I'm feeling so grateful right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm grateful for holidays. Yes, yes and amen, everyone says. I'm grateful even for tough times. You think, what? But it, it is actually the tough times that made me who I am. And do you know what? The great thing about it is I know that I can get through them with God because all things are possible with him. So even when things are tough, you can find something to be grateful for. You're going to grow out of it. You are going to grow. So I want you to turn to the person next to you because there's something good. You know, when you say thank you, there's just something that happens. So I want you just to turn, turn to your neighbor and say thank you. Thank you for sitting next to me. 
Oh, look, now turn to your other neighbour, because like, turn to your other neighbour and say the same, thank you, thank you. There is something about it like, thank you. There's something, you know, even when you hear those words, there is something in those words, thank you. Just makes you feel grateful. So, there you go. Oh my goodness, there I go. So, now one of the things that joy is found in, so we've, we've had, pay attention to your health, forgive quickly, gratitude. You can have gratitude. Yeah, we're all going to be grateful. Uh, I, I can just hear you afterwards just telling people how grateful you are for, for having them in your life. So now my last one is like joy is found in God's presence. Yeah, and we're in his presence. In Acts 2.28, it says, You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. There is something about spending time in God's presence. If you need to increase your joy, spend time with God. Read the Bible. Pray. Worship. I love worship. Uh, That was the thing when I was a new Christian I would worship for hours. I didn't know anything. I didn't even, I just didn't know anything about God at all, but I would worship and something happened on the inside of me that just the presence of God just started to speak to me and change me and transform me and then gave me a hunger for the word of God, those things. But, but whatever it is for you, whether it's worship, whether it's prayer, whether it's reading the Bible, whether it's coming to church, whether it's going to be at the prayer meeting on Tuesday, those that are hungry for the presence of God. Yeah, all those things. Because in his presence, there is joy. Joy is produced by the Holy Spirit. It's because joy is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's the fruit of the Spirit. So those are just some things that can help you to increase your joy. Pay attention to your health. Exercise, laugh. Ha, 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 ha. I want you to see you people laughing. Ha, ha. Forgive quickly. Have gratitude. And just find yourself in God's presence. So I just want to pray for you. I want you to close your eyes because there's one thing. I want you to... One thing. Think of one thing that you can do out of those. There's plenty of them there, whether it's writing five things a day of what you're grateful for for a week. I want you to think of what is it that you can do one thing for this week that will increase your joy. So who's going to commit to doing that? Increasing their joy from one thing, whether it's gratitude, whether it's prayer, whether it's worship. Awesome. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you're here and your presence is here. I thank you, Father, that... In your presence, there is joy and abundance. Jesus, you came so that we would have and enjoy life in abundance to the full so that it overflows. I thank you, Father, that each person would get a grasp of that, whether it's your presence, whether it's being grateful for everything that you've given us, Lord, whether it's taking care of ourselves, whether it's forgiving. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that over this week, that there will be more joy on the inside of us, that you are just going to light us up, Father, like those Christmas trees out there, that there will be life in us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You know, I said earlier that if you didn't have a relationship with God, that I'd give you an opportunity to do that. Uh, And 
I'm going to do that right now. I haven't always followed God. I think it's nearly 20 years ago is when I gave my heart to Jesus. So I'd had a lot of time already not knowing him. I believed about God, but I didn't actually have a relationship with him. I mean, I would even say God. I would even say the Lord's Prayer, uh, those things. But I just didn't know that you could have a relationship with God, a God that could come into your life and start to change you and heal you, all those things that we talked about earlier. And then I went to a church just like this, and what happened? In that time, during the worship, as the word was spoken, something happened in me. I didn't know what it was. I felt all nervous even because I didn't know what was going on. And it was in that moment that uh, we received an invitation to invite Jesus into our heart. And I did, I I raised my hand because that's how we had to respond at that time. So I raised my hand and I invited uh, God into my life and the, the person prayed for me. And when they prayed, there was an overwhelming sense of peace, a peace like I'd never known before. It was, it was strange and weird, and I really didn't know that anything had happened. But from that day forward, my life began to change. I talked a little bit about it, about how I walked out, and I just saw everything new. And it's not like I changed in an instant, but the Spirit of God came on the inside of me, and bit by bit, I started to change, and there was a joy in me. The same joy that's there now, it's a joy that I can't explain, and it only comes out of having my relationship with Jesus. I went from uh, being a pretty angry, controlling person, and bit by bit, God changed me through loving me, really. He poured his love into my heart, and he brought good people around me to help me as well. And from not having any purpose, I found my purpose. It's like I got freedom. I got healed in my heart from all the things, horrible things that had happened to me and all the horrible things that I'd done to someone else as well. I was forgiven. There is nothing like that feeling. So what I'm going to do very soon, uh, I'm going to lead us in a prayer to surrender, to ask God to forgive us and to invite them into our hearts. So if that's you, uh, very soon, I'm going to ask, you know, if you want to respond and have a relationship with Jesus to raise your hand, I'm going to ask you to do that. And then I'm going to, just in your seat, and then lead you in that prayer. So if I could just have you close your eyes right now. I'm speaking to three types of people. You might be here today, and you've never had a relationship with God, but today you know that you want one. You might be like me, never had a relationship Uh, with him before, but you know that there's something missing, something's been lacking, and you know that you want a fresh start. So very soon, I'm going to ask you to respond by raising your hand. The second type of person I'm speaking to is, you might have gone to church before, you might be like Liam. Liam talked about how he came to church, walked away, uh, got into some stuff, and then made a decision to come back because he, he couldn't look at himself in the mirror, but he came back and he reconnected with Jesus. You might be like that. You might have been brought up in church, but at the time you never connected to a God that loves you. I just want you to know that it doesn't matter where you've been and it doesn't matter what you've done. God loves you and he is here with his arms open waiting for you. So very soon, if that's you, if you want to reconnect with Jesus, 
Very soon I'm going to ask you to respond by raising your hand as well. Or you might be the third type of person that you've been coming along for a while or you've been here, but you know that in your heart you have not connected with Jesus. You're not 100%. You're not all in. You haven't asked to surrender so that you could have eternal life with him in heaven. So if that's you, same thing. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand as well. So really, if you're here and you've never had a relationship with Jesus, but today you know you want one, or you want to reconnect with him, or you want to be certain that you're going to heaven, right now I just want you to raise your hand from your chair so I can see it. And I'll say I'll see that hand. Is there anyone here tonight that wants to have a relationship with God? A God that loves them. You might be feeling nervous. I know I felt a bit nervous. But when you make that decision, the Holy Spirit comes and he comes into your heart and he starts to walk alongside you, to guide you, to lead you. Is there anyone here today that wants to have a relationship with God? Everyone's praying. Thank you, Jesus. Just looking quickly, if there's anyone here. Okay, I'm going to pray. Thank you, Father, that you see every person here. I thank you, Lord, that you see their heart and you see where they are. Lord, I pray for each person that you will take them on their next step in you, Father, that they would come to know you better, Father, that there would be a joy on the inside of them, Father, that you would stir up the gifts within them, Father. Lord, that you would take them on their next step. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, God bless you.